0: This is Chris from Houston, and you're
1: listening to Brokers United. Come on, you are. Yeah, 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 you all beat us. How about that? You fi- finally, Moyes gets a win at uh, Goodison after uh, after leaving the club. What's more important, Sam, is that the show order has to be completely changed because Liverpool decided to fuck off today. Yeah, that was glorious. <laughs> Absolutely glorious. I, you know what? I don't mind moving it to the front. Of- so let's go ahead and start the show.
0: Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland bred to be a fan of fucking Everton Punch you in the eye and drink your rye Sam Houston Sam Houston? Barcelona fans have another Sam Great A.A. the fucking Gooner Graham of the lord Looks great in shorts Sam, Sam Graham Sam Graham
1: Drunkard United! Drunken United! Hello and welcome to the the United football show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way is the always supportive Samuel Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I've got your back, buddy. Whatever, <laughs> whenever you need an uplift, you just call me. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I just got, especially during uh, sound check there. You guys were the most supportive human beings I've ever dealt with my entire life.
2: Aw, thanks for recognizing that. I
1: know. It took you long enough. <laughs> we're recording at Studio H, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a friend. And should you want to chat with With us, there is many ways that you can. Sammy, why don't you tell the good people how they can get in touch? Absolutely. On all the social medias, you can get in touch with us at Football show and then Football show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. All right, excellent. And Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both share a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans, we are we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Sammy Another uh whiskey without the E. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Yes, sir. Uh, this is Alberfeldi's
3: 18-year-old French red wine cask finish. Comes in at 86 proof and number 10 on 2020 uh whiskey advocates 2020 uh whiskey of the year list.
1: Absolutely
3: lovely. Top 20. Yep. Uh, this is number 10. Um <laughs> it'll run you between 119.99 and 125.99. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is an Excellent, excellent little whiskey. I actually am holding Whiskey Advocates top 20. Yeah, I got the hard Uh, copy of the magazine. I was like, you know what, Sam?
1: Here you go. You could just go ahead and read from this from now on for the rest of
3: the year. I'm going to read to you what the red wine uh, casks offer the whiskey um, as it finishes its Mm -hmm. uh, maturation uh, in those casks. Uh, Fig Newtons and dried cherries building upon Alberfeldi's classic honey vanilla profile to evoke strawberry shortcake and flavors of jam and clotted cream on a fresh baked scone.
1: Um, I don't get strawberry shortcake. Neither do I. Uh, don't get scones either. I get cream. I definitely get like a clotted cream. Yeah, there's a mouthfeel to it. There definitely is.
3: You're absolutely right. A Lot of fig. Lot lot Big of fig. Lot fig. of cherry. Yep.
1: Yeah, pretty lovely. It's-
3: absolutely, it's it's <laughs> wonderful. So it is a Bordeaux finished
1: of uh, whiskey. Yep, that's what I was about um, to ask. I th- thought it was a Bordeaux. Yes.
3: Uh, Do you remember, just see if you remember it, because you've been a spirit guy for a very long time. Do you Mm -hmm. remember the
1: five noble grapes of Bordeaux? Uh, Let me see here. It would be uh, Cabernet, Mm -hmm. which is left bank, Merlot, which is right bank. You have um, Cabernet Franc, Mm -hmm. Petit Verdot, Mm -hmm. and Malbec. Well done. Good work. I'm surprised you remember that, to be honest with you. And uh, I also remembered left and right bank. Come I on. Know. I mean that's not bad. And uh white would be uh Chardonnay and Semillon. Semillon, yeah. I'm sorry, Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon, because Chardonnay is uh is burgundy. So oh, you said Chardonnay? Yeah, yeah Sauvignon yeah. Blanc and Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon. Yeah. And then all of your dessert wines are um semillon yeah. with the uh the noble rot, with the botrytis. Yep, botrytis. Yes, sir. Well done. Look at me throwing down wine knowledge on you. Again, people, you can ask us questions about booze as well. We would love to get questions about booze. I threw my shit bed on the ground. Well, yes, it was. <laughs> Which one? There's been so many. <laughs> Just this most recent. Uh, very good. So what else should we do, Sammy? Uh, we should always remember to drink
2: responsibly.
1: Love it. Have a wonderful
3: show. Oh, oh that's black. <clears throat>
2: yeah, that didn't work. No. I'll try again. That's That's because I'm drinking, uh, what am I drinking? Oh, the
1: cocktail I made for you is, um, (laughs) she's been waiting for three weeks for this. Well, just because, just because the holidays, actually just because the holidays are over doesn't mean you shouldn't like stop drinking holiday cocktails, right? These, those type of flavors really play into the winter as well. Right. So don't Mm -hmm. think, Oh, I can't have honey and clove and cinnamon and, and, uh, pomegranate and cranberry and those, absolutely you could still have them. They they go with the winter. Why not drink them all winter long? So what we have here is the rock and rye that I made uh, that we've talked about before, uh, infused with cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, orange and lemon uh, peel. Uh, Then I made a pomegranate orange syrup. So made a simple syrup that I then put fresh pomegranate seeds into, cooked it down, smashed the uh, seeds to get all the juice out Mm. of them, and then mixed it with some uh, freshly squeezed clementine, orange juice, and then added all that together over crushed ice with uh, some ginger beer as well.
2: Hmm. I'm spoiled.
1: Well, you know, when the tyrant says she wants a fucking cocktail, I better make sure I get her one now. And it better be good. And you know what you better be doing? You just did it. Good girl. (laughs) All right. So we had a great weekend of action, and uh, we start with what I thought was going to be a pair, but now is going to be a trio of games, because, well... Liverpool fucked right off. Um, one of them we expected. Two of them we certainly didn't. Brighton 3, Wolves 3, Man City 3, Chelsea 1, Southampton 1, Liverpool nil. Um, who would have thought the game of the weekend and what we would be opening up with right now was Wolves-Brighton? Certainly not me. <clears throat> that uh, game had Drab 1-1 written all over
3: it. Completely. But it was anything but. Uh, Aaron Connolly got the scoring off, off the mark with a peach of a little mm-hmm. quote-unquote stealing, if you will. Right. Just got right in front of Rupert Tricio, got his boot up, got his boot out of the way quick enough that he didn't make any contact. Right. And just poked the ball in the back of the net. Great cross from Troussard. Uh, I think the Wolves defender could have done a little bit better because if you watch in the buildup, Troussard slips. And the Wolves defender made up no ground to him; didn't close him down mm. any further. He got up, got the ball out of his feet, and crossed <laughs> in for Connolly. Well,
1: um, before we get more into it, I, w- I would say it's this game was entertaining, not to say that it was pretty. Because you know, as we start to get into Wolves' first few goals, it wasn't fucking pretty. <laughs> not really. No. Um, I mean, it was back and forth. It was exciting. It was a very entertaining watch. It doesn't necessarily mean that it was. No. Great footy. Aaron, Aaron Connolly was
3: also on it. Yeah. Big time. Oh, uh just that, few, that first goal was gorgeous. Uh, just a few minutes later, he yeah. had an overhead kick. Uh <coughs> that yep. Patricio did save. But he I mean he was just he had his shooting boots on, man. He was mm-hmm. he was ready for it. Wolves did settle into the game and then had a training uh routine, basically from a corner, what looked like. Mm-hmm. Go awry <laughs> with a bit of a missed kick. Yeah. Uh, however, the I believe it was the right back for Wolves. Mm-hmm. That uh, that it was played to after yeah. his miss kick, uh, beat the Brighton defender to the byline to retrieve his miss kick, mm-hmm. cross back into the middle goal. It was like all right, <laughs> kind of came off I guess you'd say, and it, from there the game just remained open. I mean there was tons and tons of chances. Uh, right, both goalkeepers played pretty well, making a couple of really good saves here and there.
1: Well, and uh, Dan Byrne not uh, giving up the home goal—that <laughs> <Ugh. And
3: laughs> was stupid. And then four minutes later, whatever it was, ten was, minutes the later, gave up the penalty. Yeah, he was, was having a nightmare of a day.
1: Yeah, for for it was what a shit day that was. It, what I found very interesting was is that it was a, a fun first half. Dan Byrne had a really shitty ten minutes. Then it was halftime, and then Wolves had a really shitty ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> so the the other
3: thing too is I, I'm not sure. Um, I think I think I heard that that was Ruben Nevez's first goal of the season. Yeah, which is unusual for him. He's a pretty regular yeah, contributor. Just really, um, not not getting massive numbers, but he's yeah. a pretty regular contributor. He scores here and there. And for him, be what now, 16 games in? Right. And for this to be his first goal? Or 17 games in, I guess now? That's well, we'll,
1: a bit... Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it a little more later because I just recently did a, a podcast appearance, but our friend Paul does the whole lot of wolves show and they, it's something I I've been listening to. I, I listen to their show and they've been talking about kind of regularly is the slipping of Neves that he's him and Matinho one or the other. Doesn't neither one of them click at the same time. Neither one of them are really performing to the level that you want. It's where you're starting to, why you're starting to see kids like Odin Sowie starting to play because they're not doing what they should be doing, and there might be the be- beginning of the slip of them as they're getting becoming older players. Well, and speaking of that, Matinho gave away
3: Brighton's <laughs> penalty. Mm-hmm. Um typically reliable Matinho, who doesn't do daft stump uh dumb things. Yep. Uh just leaves a leg out there and was it Connolly that, no, it was that less he pay. took down it less was pay. oh it was Mope that he
1: took down. Mm. Yeah. Um Neil Mope just took his opportunity to fall over. Again, when you do that as a defender, you've asked for the attacker to literally step into your leg and fall on the well, ground. That's a, and you, they'll you all give, do it. They right. will do it every time. You
3: give the referee a decision to make. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Mope scored that emphatically, yeah. obviously. Um, but uh, And then Lewis Dunk found a half a yard from mm-hmm. a corner and uh, equalized. Made and it then, 3-3. And then both of them right at the end almost had one. Right. So in a counterattack, Otisawi, mm-hmm. uh, had probably the best actual chance of the game minus and, the penalty. And it right over the net, right and at the whistle. Her, yeah.
1: And I forget who, I think it was Troussard who put it right off the pipe just mm-hmm. minutes later. And what I didn't care for
3: was that young <laughs> lad mm-hmm. sat in the goal by himself for a good three, four minutes while everybody else on the field shook hands and did sit. Now, one Wolves player walked over to him and was like, it's all right, son, get up okay yeah that's not good not don't worry good, about it. you got a young kid like that because he's
1: taking it to heart that he missed yeah they, Just, somebody's got to go put their arm around him captain captain's got to be there absolutely. immediately arm around him don't worry about it son come on absolutely it's fine come on get up we get, got the point let's up. move on yeah you know don't worry about it
3: I, uh, so I didn't care for that but it was a wonderful <laughs> game of football to watch um not always the highest of quality, obviously. Yeah. So some of the goals were kind of scrappy, but it was, it was enjoyable. It was exciting. There was you know, back and forth. They had some little bit of chippiness from time to time. It was, it
1: was a lot of fun to watch. I, I very much enjoyed it. A few years ago, we opened up the show with uh, Huddersfield Town and uh, West Ham to a 4-4 draw. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, an ugly as shit game. Yeah, it was also entertaining as hell. It was. It was also and, a fucking low point for us. It was, well, <laughs> it was. It was clearly the best show of the week and the best game of the week. But it was. It was fun to fucking watch, yeah. right? So you know, our our point of view is if it's if it's a fun match, we're going to open with it, and like we did last week with Leeds, it's it's how we roll. It's not always going to be the big six that we're fucking talking about, but now we're going to go ahead and talk about a bunch of the big six sides. <laughs> um, I think we've learned something here. Uh it's clear City are still in it that they, they haven't lost it they're still around they have, and it's clear Chelsea aren't there yet. They have, City have what now 3 games in hand? Is mm, that right? Uh two. Yeah. No no, it, I think it it might no they have two uh, United had two also. So um not, not that City's win not that City's games in hand are pushovers. It's Everton and Villa that they have um and United has Burnley and I no, I think they just have Burnley. Um right.
3: it is it is two games in hand uh, on Liverpool.
1: Yeah, Villa has two in hand. Burnley has one in hand. Newcastle has one in hand. There's a there's a handful. Yeah, of there's a handful of game. stuff that needs to be done. Which we're not uh, we're not going to see any of those games played until March. Uh, right. Yeah. Because of Champions League, Correct. none of those games are getting played anytime um, soon.
3: But City made a statement here. <sighs> Big time. They uh, Chelsea had. Let's say Chelsea played for about the first twelve minutes of the game, and then they played again for about nine minutes total of the second half. Other than that, twenty-one minutes, the entirety of possession, chances, everything were with City. Um, really, City didn't have to try to go forward in the second half. Right, they just held the ball because if they have it, you can't score.
1: What was it? Two nothing within fifteen minutes of the match. I mean, well, like- no, I think they
3: they scored. I think I actually wrote it down. Um, I think it was 18
1: minutes and 21 minutes was Gundogan go. and then Foden. Yeah. And as soon as they it. scored, scored their two, you're like, "Up, oh, that game's over.
3: Yeah. Uh, and Phil Foden's goal was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But Mendy should be doing better with that. I mean, he <laughs> was standing on his near post and still let it in. Mm-hmm. But it was a nifty little no look uh, with his wrong foot, Phil Foden, um, at the near post. And then, uh, but the first one from Gundogan, what, what a turn. Took Two, three Chelsea players out at the mm-hmm. top of the box. Turned, struck really well. Mendy didn't have a chance. Um, and then, of course, that counterattack. They left nobody back. Kante went and won the initial header, but it went to nobody. Found himself then out of position, and De Bruyne headed it very far to the very fast Raheem Sterling. Nobody could catch up with him, obviously. Yep. Um, goalkeeper did well, forced Sterling a bit wide. He had to actually turn, wait for reinforcements, Kind of stepped inside a bit, cranked it to the far post, hits the upright, falls to De Bruyne, and what a touch mm-hmm. and composure that was. <laughs> if that was any one of us, and 99% of the players in the Premier League they'd have snatched at it and sent it to Rosie. Mm-hmm. But instead, he takes a touch, gathers himself, and bang, right in the bot, just passed it hard, but yeah. passed it
1: in the bottom corner. Absolutely Fantastic. Brought up gun It it it's funny because we forget all the signings that City does, right? And then they put him in the lineup, and they don't immediately impact. Which of course they're not. It's they got to learn the system. But then you look like it's been a couple of years now. He's a pivotal part of their midfield, like Fernandinho. Who, like he's yeah. really just solidified himself as a, I mean, honestly, one of the first names on the team sheet for Pep every single week. Yeah, and, and it, when, he, when he's fit, yes. yes and, and he's then, getting some goals, well, which is nice. He's found a rich vein of form. He's, what
3: is it, three or four, you know, mm-hmm. three times maybe in the last four games, I think he's scored. And,
1: and his job isn't to score. No. And and he's uh-uh. still, he's playing lights out right now really, really well. Absolutely. A, a bit of good news for Chelsea. Now, I wouldn't go so far as to say he had an impact on this game because he did not, but Ziyech, Let's look back at when Chelsea was rolling. Who was in the lineup the entire time? Right. Hakim Ziyech. What is it that he offers that they've been having a problem with? He offers width, mm-hmm. And I really think as we kind of move forward with this Chelsea team, that's the guy stirring the drink. Well, I that's really a, it's, it's, think that's the guy
3: stirring the drink. Werner... Mount Havertz, um, Pulisic, and Pulisic all want to cut inside. Uh, Hatsum Zayek is the only player that wants to play his fucking position. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's. I'm surprised Hudson Adoid doesn't get more of a look because he is also an a winger. Right. So why not balance the midfield? And I think that may be part of the
1: problem at the moment at Chelsea is their midfield's not balanced. Um, it's how Everton beat him. Everton went with that four center back right. system and just went, we dare you to go down the sidelines and beat us. We dare you to do it. Yeah. And, they, and they couldn't do it. Absolutely. I mean, you also
3: look at N'Golo Kante, I think, has fallen off tremendously in his form. Yeah. I think it was Sterling again running away from him. Almost made Conte look like he was standing still. And that's a player who's we've spoken about before having one of the best
1: engines in world football. And he's he's unable to keep going. But you also have I mean, and not that I'm overly defending him, but I will defend him some. Let's face it, that man has had to run nonstop for the past eight years because he also is the main talus, the main holding player for a very successful French national team. So all that man's done is run his entire life for eight years. Correct. run. Yeah. I think he runs when he's not on the pitch. He just runs. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's all he does. Yeah. <laughs> just runs. He's finally tired after <laughs> yeah. eight years of running. Maybe he's finally getting tired, yeah. you know? But
3: I mean, that's absolutely could be the case. I mean, he, he plays more often than not for both club and country, and he hasn't had a break. So maybe it's just starting to catch up with him a bit. I think that's a guy that could use with some rest.
1: Is Frank now in trouble?
3: No. Okay. The reason I say that is, I think if you fire Frank Lampard after getting into the Champions League, advancing to the knockout rounds, um, because of a little bit of a bad run of form, a legend of the club like that, I think a lot of the support will turn on Abramovich. Not that I, not that necessarily he would care, but mm-hmm. he would do well to keep people on side. Uh, I think for a very young team, they're very talented. And this is going to happen with a young team. They're right. going to have ebbs and flows in form. And that's just how it works. <clears throat> they added some experience with Tiago, mm-hmm. But across that back line, aspilaqueta looks a little bit past it mm-hmm. as well. So they have Tiago, They have, have aspilaqueta But the rest of that back line is young. Most of the midfield is young. Minus N'Golo Kante. Mm-hmm. And most, Jorginho. Who, most, but
1: he's also hurt currently. Right, and
3: I don't think Frank Lampard knows his... Best 11.
1: Oh, and Kovacic, they've uh, already sent out on loan. Wow. That yeah, They sent him out on loan already. Huh. Yeah. It's just freshly the new year. Already out on loan. Yeah. They're like, now nah, we're not going to need he you. He played yesterday. <laughs> no, Kovacic oh. played yesterday. Okay. No, no, no. Then no. He's rumored to go out on loan. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. And my apologies. My, Kovacic I, played I, yesterday. I so, hey, yeah, nice job.
3: Said, By the way, uh, remember we asked you to bring your luggage to the uh, to the mm-hmm. game today. You're going to the fucking airport, mate.
1: They were like, you know, honest, damn. <laughs> honestly, the way Arlo and the way Arlo and Graham were talking about it, it sounded he's like he's already gone. It was sounded like he was already gone. Like right. I, so forgive me for not catching that. Terrible of me. Last fun little fact that we have to bring up, of course, with uh, city is U.S. Men National Team goalkeeper and more importantly, Maryland fucking Terrapin. Zach Steffen gets the start in the net for uh, Manchester City.
3: Of the two goalkeepers that have made their Premier League debut against Chelsea, he's the f- uh, now third. Um, he's the first one to not have a clean sheet. Oh, really? And Zach Steffen also um, being an American. Now, he did play for Manchester City FC. Mm-hmm. Or um, New York City FC. I mean, the club Manchester City owns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here in the States, but being an American and uh, being a Maryland Terp, former Maryland Terp, it dismayed me to see his first call to action was to pick up a back pass.
1: Yeah, that was a little
3: disturbing at a time when we need Americans to hold the flag abroad in the world of football and show that (laughs) we're not a fucking laughing stock, His first action on his Premier League debut is to pick up a fucking back
1: pass. You can't do that mate. I'll say outside of that he didn't have many mistakes. <laughs> no. the, the, goal the, just, the goal at the end was just the goal at the end was just on well he wasn't really called to action either. The goal at the end was True. just unfortunate. Like that should have been y- it was funny cuz Pep doing what Pep do uh uh who's the uh Canelo is it who is the uh outside back on City? I'm trying to remember the kid's name. Um Joao Cancelo? Cancelo, that's it. He's the one who ended up giving up the goal. Pep's walking him out with a smile on his face and his arm around him, talking to him the entire way off the pitch. Right. Which, you know, when he, Pep has a smile on his face, he's telling you I'm a fucking skull fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you fucked that shit up. And I'm right now on TV looking really nice and happy, but I'm just letting you know, your mouth is mine. I'm fucking you. Yeah. You fucked up. That should have been a shutout, you dick. <laughs> like, yeah. you just the- sense it. That's what's coming. <laughs> I
3: like when Pep starts yelling at other <clears throat> teams' players. Oh yeah! That's do you remember team. when he went, had to go for whatever reason at Nathan Redmond
1: it, it after was,
3: their game against it, Southampton, uh, was,
1: either last year or year before? And it wasn't like he was yelling at him because he was coaching him. Like, yeah. you need to do this. This <laughs> is how you need to play. You should have done this, you jackass! <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Your mouth will be mine too. It's, just, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't play for you, Pep. <laughs> All right, so Danny Ng scores in the first two minutes, and then nothing else happened.
3: <laughs> Liverpool poured forward like a motherfucker, but Fraser Forster, who put more long balls out
1: for throw-ins than mm-hmm. any goalkeeper I've ever seen. Been a little while since he played. <laughs> last time he played, I recall, gave up nine to Leicester. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they sent him on loan yeah. after that up to Celtic. Yep. So the last time he played a league match was in March, I believe. Yeah. And I think he had a little bit of an injury problem in there at some point. Uh, and McCarthy has <laughs> been brilliant to be honest, right. uh, but he tested positive for COVID. Yep. So enter six foot seven, Frazier Forrester, mm-hmm. uh, kicked the ball out of bounds, like for real eight times. It was absolutely ridiculous. A whole yep. possession. What are you doing? Um, made a couple of pretty good saves. Uh, made a wonderful tackle. I think it was almost Sala who got through and, um, and Forrester kind of dropped off a bit, Salah took a bit of a heavy touch, seeing him retreat, and then Forrester was out quickly mm-hmm. and uh and slid tackle um tackle the ball away yeah uh with his feet, not his hands. It was yeah. absolutely fantastic. Uh, actually came out, did a little bit of sweeper keeping as well um i, I thought it was lovely uh Benderek was huge, um the other center back for Southampton's name escapes me, yeah uh, filling in for uh currently yeah. Uh, he was fantastic. Uh, and then Danny Ings, what a finish. Mm-hmm. What a finish. An uh, Excellent free kick. Obvious training ground routine from Southampton um, from James Ward-Prowse uh, to find the run of Danny Ings, but didn't even look. Lazy
1: foul by Silva. Well, there's by, wrong... By, after, I uh, mean, uh, uh, Alc- Tiago Alcantara. Sorry, yeah, Alcantara, not Silva. Wrong yeah. Tiago. Yeah, wrong Tiago. <laughs> but very lazy foul. Just, oh, yeah. you know, Ward-Prowse just getting past him. He just grabs him and pulls him down. Like, he, don't, don't do, why do those dumb fucking things right. when you're 35 yards out, especially when you and know the pick guy, up a yellow. well, and the guy that's going to be kicking the ball right now is the best in the fucking business. Right.
3: Less than a minute after that, right? After the goal mm-hmm. on the restart, he I th- was a Janetto, he took out or somebody, yeah. uh, ended up getting a yellow in the third minute of the game. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you, mate, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop yeah, it. Yeah. That's stupid. Absolutely stupid. put his mm-hmm. team at risk for the rest of the game. Um, now he's a very reliable player and, and didn't really put a foot wrong the rest of the game, but it was like, what are you doing? That's all Southampton needed. And they were holding on by the end of it, by, you know, the skin of their teeth. A little squeaky bum time.
1: Yeah, well, it's what they did against City last year when they got the yeah, one absolutely. nothing lead and kind of held on to it. The um, We're recording this legitimately right after the match, so we didn't have a chance to hear what Juergen had to say. I have a feeling Juergen will not be happy with his team's output because they gave up cheap opportunities, especially down the stretch. It could have been two. It really could have been two on the ball that Allison came out for. Right. And unlike the Newcastle game where it's just like, okay, the ball just wasn't going in the back of the net, but we were playing well. They looked very erratic. It did, It was not a good performance for them. Obviously. No, I mean, the by loss, the end but- of
3: it, they had Jordan Henderson playing <laughs> fucking center back because they threw in so many attackers. Yeah. They had uh security was in the whole normal front three. Yeah. Um, to the point, like I said, where they took off a center back and dropped Jordan Henderson back to play alongside Fabinho. Right. They brought on Nico Williams and moved Trent Alexander Arnold up to midfield. Yeah. You know, I mean, they were literally throwing everything
1: but the kitchen sink. Yeah, and, and there weren't a ton of great chances. I mean, no. they had a few shots, but it wasn't anything. It certainly wasn't like the chances they had when they were playing Newcastle. No, but they absolutely, had better Newcastle chances there. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But let's let's talk about what really matters. Those fucking jerseys. Uh, Um, All three of us had uh, separate opinions of those jerseys. We did. (laughs) I will start with mine because I think mine is the weakest, and I think your twos are better. But (laughs) at least he's honest. At least he's honest. But I think I still think they're all very good. Mm. Is I first referred to them as um, camo wannabe Manchester City jerseys. Yeah. So, Mel, Mel, even better.
2: Blue raspberry. Blue, blue raspberry, raspberry slushy, slushy specifically. Oh blue raspberry yeah, blue raspberry yeah. slushy blue raspberry had all slushy. the little intricate yeah, on the uh, Specifically
3: uh, from 7 Eleven too. Yes. By the way. Oh
2: um, yeah. That's uh, not the that's not the uh the high-end, you know, <laughs> highs version of it. No, 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 uh, no. No, it's no, it's no, the one, one, slushy.
1: one would say the Schleven Slurpee would be far more superior than the High's Slush Puppy with the little (laughs) dumb dog. I love the dumb dog.
2: (laughs) The dog's the best. Did you not have one of those back in the 80s where you put the ice cubes on top and you make your own Slush Puppy at home?
1: Yes, I I do remember that. And I will tell you, that was the busted brand. (laughs) And Slurpee (laughs) was the king. Why? Because Slurpee actually has all the trademark brands and they go, and Coke goes... Yeah, you know what? Slurpee, you could put Coca-Cola on there because, because we it's, like your brands. Because it's, it's slush not good puppy, by itself. You can call it cola because we are not fucking signed on to that yeah. shit.
2: See, slush puppy can hold its own. Slurpee, <laughs> it needs to glom on to other brands to become anything. Uh-huh. But it's so good, why they just give it away once a year.
1: I don't know this hush puppy you speak of. I was still shitting in diapers. <laughs> slush puppy. Well, we will find it for you and it uh, uh, simply <laughs> I would still fuck with it because, you know, ice with sugar on it is always good. I'd but I got to, to tell you, busted. Busted.
2: Yeah, I'd give it to Tegan, but she'd be like, um, I have a blender.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd do it myself. Thanks.
2: Yeah. Thanks. Um, and
1: Sam, your thought process on the uh, jerseys? Uh, Taco Hell's Mountain Dew Baja Blast. <laughs> you know,
2: it's a color.
1: Yeah, really, really I actually
2: think they brought in a bottle of that to the shirt maker, (laughs) and it's like, hey, can you make this a shirt? (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) This is like the, um, you know those uh, funny memes of people with bad haircuts? Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, barber says, what do you want? And then it's it's something random. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I want the house, my house caught on fire last week. and The barber's like, say no more, fam. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's those shitty haircuts. <laughs> that seemed like that. Exactly that. They walked in with a Baja Blast or a blue raspberry Slurpee and said this. This. And the uh, Adidas shirt sponsor was like, say no more, fam.
1: Checking in on our three sides. Curse of the Kazoo strikes again. Arsenal 4, West Brom nil. Man U2, Villa 1. West Ham 1, Everton nil. Sammy, are the Gunners back? Yes, sir.
3: <laughs> I was super giddy uh, this weekend to see my side free-flowing, running rampant, and just uh, shit was coming from everywhere. It was absolutely fantastic. Excuse me, I
1: can't even. Hold on one second. Um, Mel, I'm going to need you to isolate all of that so I can play it back to him in three weeks when it's doom and fucking gloom again. <laughs> Go ahead, continue.
3: It was lovely. We, you know, we talked about it, uh, how slow Arsenal were playing mm-hmm. over the last seven, eight weeks. They had ebb and flow and. Oh, it was it was lovely. They were skipping players on passes. They were playing diagonals. There was quick one twos. There were darting runs in behind. The side looks balanced with ML Smith Rowe, um, uh, playing in a number ten. People have been calling for a number ten. I said it should have. I won my game. Why Thank are you, you passing it to him?
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just so used to passing those shots to him. <laughs> uh,
3: obviously, some people say it. It. it, it you know, we should have had Mezidozil in the whole time. I think that situation became a bit untenable. There's obviously something Arteta doesn't like.
1: Emil Smith-Rowe tracked back. Emil Smith-Rowe worked hard, worked very hard. Well, and forgive me for, for saying this, but everybody wants to you know, wax poetically about Ozil. Oslo has had chance over chance over chance, and he has stood in the middle of the field and done nothing if the game didn't go exactly the way he wanted it to. Mm-hmm. He has handcuffed that team multiple times. Absolutely, he. You need. You desperately need to get rid of him because he is a cancer on your fucking club. Despite Absolutely. all the nice little things that he's done with you know fucking Gunnersaurus and shit like that, he's doing it to. Fucking troll your fucking team. Absolutely. So he needs to be gone, and he's not the answer. And he'll go to another team, and he'll play brilliantly. And somehow Arsenal- I, told you, looked- I think he's lining up a move to play Jose. Yeah. And at some point, Arsenal's going to be this monster that just didn't recognize him. But there were plenty of times that he didn't give a fuck out there. Absolutely. That he could give two shits less if he wasn't getting the ball exactly where he wanted it, and it wasn't going exactly his way. He shut off and did nothing and stood in the middle of the pitch- doing nothing. I'm done ranting. No, you're good.
3: But we, you know, for the last two months, the plan for whatever reason was to hoist balls into the net to our strikers who are five, nine and five eleven. Right. Not going to fucking work. Doesn't make sense. So we got to play the ball on the ground. We got to get the defense moving and we have to find little pockets of space. You do that by instead of passing it center back to center back, pass it center back to right wing. Mm -hmm. Right. Skip a player. Skip two players with a pass. Make the defense shift and move. While they're shifting, that player needs to give it off to somebody else. Make them shift again. Eventually, a pocket of space opens up. That's what happened with the second goal, which was fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the I think it was Smith Rowe to Lacazette, Lacazette. To, oh, I'm sorry, it was Saka that started it. Saka to Laka, Laka to Smith Rowe, Smith Rowe back to Saka, who very intelligently kept his run going. And finished comfortably. What Literally walked the ball in the back of the net. Um, that was after uh, angry Scotsman uh, and should be, in my opinion, the starter over Andy Robertson. <clears throat> I actually called his ass out on Instagram for not being able to do what Kieran Tierney did. <laughs> but angry Scotsman Kieran Tierney's fine finish with his wrong foot. Almost ripped a hole in the back of the net. Um, uh, to open the scoring was fantastic. Uh, always love seeing snow on the pitch. Mm-hmm. As well, that's lovely. Um, Lacazette obviously got uh another goal, um, or got two. I'm sorry, because uh, it was Saka's first. Laka got two, uh, which were both brilliant as well. Um, one just a, a great reaction, got his leg high enough, ball actually hit off his knee, um, but it was a deflected cross and he just got his his, his leg high enough. Um, and then I say we sign uh, what was it? Adeji Ajay, what was his name? Uh, Semi Ajay, yeah. Ajay, um, I think is who it was, who uh went to clear the ball away from his goal, sliced it, and ended up hitting the angle yeah. <laughs> of his own goal. Somebody with that fine eye for finishing, I think we should sign and put up front. <laughs> it was absolutely sublime that touch. Well, he did get that. <laughs> Not one. what he meant it to happen, but it looked fantastic. But it rifled right back to uh to I think it was Smith Rowe and then Smith Rowe slid it in for Lacazette who finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just absolutely fantastic. It, it was all encompassing from start to finish. They had one or two chances here or there, but you're eventually going to give up a chance or two. City even even gave up a chance to West Brom. Mm-hmm. It it happens. It's part of football, right? That people are going to get chances. Uh, whether or not they take those chances is a different story. If they they put that chance on target or not is a different story. But we dealt with everything they threw at us. It was absolutely sublime. Pablo Mari has been playing fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's been just absolutely a great three games for us. And if we can build on this, I told you this. You laughed at me mm-hmm. when I told you. I was being hopeful after that, that ugly-ass win to start these three games. There was a couple of winnable games after that. And if we could get some confidence going and we can get on a little bit of a roll, we now, right now, I think we are... Four points, or six points, I'm sorry, two games. We are six points out of four, uh, sixth place, I think.
1: Yeah, six six points out of fourth right now. I definitely need you to isolate that beginning to play back to him later when it all goes horrifically wrong.
3: I also told you that I wasn't worried about relegation. I <coughs> knew we were going to write oh, the shit of course, at some
1: of, course. Point. of course, you and know that was it the
3: case. Lo- it's just, uh, it was beautiful. It was
1: absolutely fucking beautiful. I mean, it's no boom... Jocalaka Saka, but you know, it's still pretty good. So Mel. Yeah. I, I think what I closed the last segment with should be the show title if that's what you're Well, no, out. I was just throwing your little <laughs> reference you made the last week and yeah. just throwing it back at you there, killer. <laughs> Saying you could do better. You can do better. Well, it was boom Zhaka Laka Saka. No, I know. I'm trying to
3: think of what this week would be. It was boom tiered.
1: You t- did you no, did or you went you went yeah, you went Saka Laka Smith. <laughs> Smith tried. Bob George. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smith Bob George. <laughs> there you go. There you be. You yeah. know what? that might be the title <laughs> of the show, Smith Bob George. Um, you know all one word, no commas. <laughs> Smith, Smith Bob George. Uh but you have
3: to do the um capital letter <laughs> at the start of each yeah, with no yeah, spaces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the I I don't know. I I honestly it just, we looked balanced, yeah? I think when William comes back, and I think he's better than Smith Rowe, but he's not, <laughs> he's not fast enough to play the wings anymore. I told you about this. Mm-hmm. Put him at the number 10. He's fucking Brazilian, for Christ's sake. Let him play he, can use, he can use both feet. He can shoot from distance, and he's got great vision. Put him in the middle of the field. So yeah. what if he's not fast enough to run the wing anymore? That's fine. Many players have made that transition, yeah. right? Put him at number 10. Yeah. That's okay. He can play those balls, too. Yeah. Right. I like Smith Rowe. I don't. And, and now after these performances, I don't think you can take him out of the team at the mm-hmm. moment. But my point is, is you that change in shape balanced the midfield completely? Oh, absolutely. Xhaka was allowed to play as a holding midfielder when Ceballos came in. He played as as a pivot, right? that midfield was it looked brilliant we completely, and i know it's west brom and i get i'm not trying to get too excited but just the, the free flowing there was literally nothing they could have done to
1: stop us Nothing. All right, we're done. We need to move on. Killer. Fuck that shit. I know, we can I we keep West, going.
2: We can keep talking about their team. <laughs> West fine. Brom.
1: West Brom. By the way, uh, the Big Sam experiment so far in four matches has conceded thirteen goals. <laughs> so that is going epically well. Well,
3: you know, it's funny. Is you remember I made the comment that it apparently takes six days to implement Big Sam style. Mm-hmm. Well, then he royally fucked it <laughs> after he. Uh, what was it? Was it nil nil or or? It was one one. It was one so, one, yeah. But it was lost, the, one of the ugliest games of football three
1: nothing, Drew nil Drew one one, and then it was four nil five I five nil four 0 in back to back matches. Um Mel, how does it feel to get Manchester United? Uh, we can move on to the next game. I mean, it's um well
2: Mel well, Okay, well, it wasn't okay, we played very well. <clears throat> we took it right back to them, and that was a battle right up to the last whistle. So you We tied it. When I shouldn't be doing a shot. I protest. In fact, uh, I demand a recount.
1: <laughs> if you could, I just, call fraud. If you that, could just that find, foul was soft. If you could just find one more goal, yeah, yeah we'd be
2: even, For and me. then I, that's yeah, all I I'm, need. Yeah, if you could just you find just one, one more, more goal, goal. You know, exactly. Two would be great. Two, <laughs> two would be awesome. You know, but I get it if you can only find one.
1: Have they changed out the parts inside of Old Trafford? Did because I've heard they've moved the old parts oh. of Old Trafford out of the building. And yeah. that's definitely happened yeah. and, as
2: well. And the VAR machine was programmed by somebody with an anti-villa agenda. Of course. And I don't appreciate that. And it needs to be investigated. Uh, we're going to have speeches about it. I've gathered a group of people. Uh, it's going to be a wild ride. Buckle you know, understand up. the Buckle state's up. up the
1: state's upset and more Buckle importantly up. the country's upset. The country is yes, very much you know. upset. You know what I, you know
3: uh, do you remember the movie with Tom Cruise and the predictive crime? I can't remember the name of the movie.
2: Minority report. Minority report.
3: report. I feel like they probably just shaved Alex Ferguson's head. They've got him in some training pool downstairs with electrodes and shit. <laughs> and then Jose's got like a, or uh, Jose, Jesus Christ, he's not there anymore. Olay. It's Ole. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's got one of the Matrix style fucking things in the back of his
1: neck. Just plugged in. And it's Alex Ferguson. <laughs> Actually, controlling herd. Yep, controlling uh, Ole. Ole's body. Um, Mel. So for the three seasons we've been doing the show, didn't really far fetched that yeah, it was very <laughs> far fetched. For the
2: three seasons we've been three doing seasons? the seasons. Sh- yes, I've only been paying attention to... Exactly. Well, for the three
1: seasons we've been
3: doing <laughs> that the old show, first
1: she did a fucking thing. No, she played her played her fucking island <laughs> game. I got, That's I mean,
2: right. I yeah, got a lot of coconuts made in that first season. <laughs> yes, yeah, she
1: did. She was the number one strawberry farmer, I heard. So, yeah. all right, can we continue, please? The the thing with Manchester United is that since we've been doing this show, uh-huh. they've been in a free fall. Yes. And suddenly now they're in second place. They've got a game in hand of which they could move into first place. Yeah, you're feeding
2: you're, you're um, the conspiracy. You keep going. Okay.
1: so Their game in hand, though, is against...
3: Well, I'm against sorry, their next, game, their next game up is... Two, li- two away is Liverpool. Oh, it's
1: two away. Two away no, is I thought, Liverpool. I thought it was next Tuesday. They I thought Liverpool. it was, but it's not. It's two away. Okay. It's two away. But anywho, the, the, but here's the thing, six pointers. So here's, shit. So here's the thing. You mm-hmm. haven't seen this before with, with Manchester United. You've just known the shit show, right? That the, the dumpster fire, the, whatever we've, whatever the shit show is what we've called it typically. And them not living up to expectation. They're starting to live up to expectation. And then this kind of shit happens.
2: I know. I'm not you, happy about it.
1: You play them well, you play them well, you do everything Right. You get the equalizer, and then suddenly Paul Pogba, who holds David Douglas Louise's neck, yeah, and trips himself, trips himself, gets a penalty.
2: Yep, that is some <laughs> bullshit right there.
1: Welcome to getting Man United. Like yeah. that's how that works. Right. That is they, when we when we talk about you know we want to see Man United be successful, but this. Bullshit normally comes along oh, yeah. with it, which oh, yeah. drives us nuts.
2: Oh, yeah. And tens of millions of people are very yep. upset over it. And we are looking into this.
1: Very good. But you know what you still have to do? Much like on uh, the 6th, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Throw back your shot on Malort, producer man. Uh, While she's, oh, hold on. I I'm forgot. D-
2: doing this under when, protest. When you're
1: unavailable
3: to do the picture oh, stuff, yeah. it's me. Mm. Ready?
2: Yeah. This, <laughs> Awesome for the live crowd. Oh, let's,
3: let's get, the, uh, let's get oh. the old scarf in there. There you go. Perfect.
2: Like how I wore a it. Villa color shirt.
3: I, I do like that. That is uh, that's very good of you. Of course,
2: I just noticed it when I looked down. they <laughs> we were pointing the camera at my chest going, what are you doing?
3: <laughs> I will say about this. Uh, I think I, I don't really have much to add because I think I was drunk when I wrote my notes. <laughs> Love, like Because I wrote triore leveled after good work from score of the winner.
1: <laughs> that's not a sentence that is not a sentence <laughs> doesn't even make sense that's pretty brilliant and you know what that makes more sense than the next game <laughs> West Ham versus Everton 1-0 you know what no fuck fuck it fuck it this doesn't belong here it belongs in Oso here's my fucking shot and maybe we'll give West Ham a few words of acknowledgement cause that game was fucking shit As I swallow my shot of Malort, it's time to tell you, well, no, it's not prediction time. Yeah, I you know, fucking suck.
2: I mean, the Malort went right to your head. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: Rounding think. out the rest of the league and, oh, so that happened. <laughs> Whew, been a while. It fucking sucks. <laughs> terrible. Um, yeah, that took a detour and went straight to your head. It juiced your head right up. <laughs> it did juice my head.
3: And if you want to get that reference, you can find it at <laughs> www.patreon.com backslash DU football show. Horse, I what? <laughs> Sign up to one of our top two tiers to get all the extra content and uh, a lot of other inside jokes that we don't normally say on the main show.
1: Um, very simply put, very ugly match with <laughs> with with uh Everton and West Ham. West Ham stuck around, did exactly what they needed to do. Maybe there were a few chances. Sam, you're not even going to get to add to it because it's pretty shitty. Uh, Sucheck, Suchecked. He's been right man, right place, right time. Gets the right goal. It was probably should have been a draw, but also. If you're going to play for a draw, you sometimes deserve to lose, and that's what it kind uh, of look felt at like. Sheffield United, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Burnley, Palace. There's some. There, there was initially. Sam, and I had talked about some questions we were going to talk about with them. I want to hold that for another time, just because I think we would go into a deep dive. Is this Palace Sheffield, you mean? Uh, no, starting with Burnley, Fulham being. Oh, postponed. Burnley first. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, so My bad. Um, obviously, COVID still a problem with Fulham, so they're not playing uh, currently. But the There's big a, news, yeah. Bit of a funny caveat to that. What's that? Uh, not on, not, it's not really funny. It sucks, actually.
3: Um, they retested everybody to see if the game could go forward uh, after the last week's mm-hmm. initial outbreak. Uh, and there was actually more <laughs> COVID positive tests than there were initially. So it, licking each other's
1: faces over there at Craven something, Cottage?
3: Something wasn't going... I didn't know Ashley Barnes signed for them. Yeah. <laughs> Just going out there kissing everybody lots, on the nose. Lots of nose kisses.
1: <laughs> lots and lots of gentle little nose kisses. Eskimo kisses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um Burnley did get a uh, new ownership group. Um, it's the former Real Salt Lake. Not the bad one. Not, not, the, not the racist guy. Not the racist, sexist one, but... A, the former Real Salt Lake owners have just uh, purchased Burnley. Uh, this <clears throat> could not come at a better time for Burnley because there's a reason why they only spent $1 million in this last transfer window because it's all the money they fucking had. Yeah. Um, am I the only
3: one that if somebody is either racist or sexist, I want them to also be the other one? Cause if you're going to be a dickhead, at least fucking commit to it.
1: R- right. Right. If if you're going <laughs> to at least commit to being a cunt, if you're going to hate people of a different race, that's why well, I hate women too. Yeah, Why not? Why, if, why not hate them both? Throw it all in. You know, if, and why, commit. Why, 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 if, if you're, you're going to be already, a
3: bigot, a bigoted fucking douchebag, be homophobic too. Yeah. Let's just go for the trifecta, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to hate,
3: hate it all. <laughs> yeah. And like George Carlin said,
1: at least be equal opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> right? Lovely. Um, I will say the one thing that we can say about the ownership change for Burnley, being that it's a January transfer window, they might actually put a little bit of influx of cash in there. Could they be. might actually Absolutely. get just the one or two extra players they need because it's really, they just need a couple of pieces, right? Not saying that they're going to become world beaters, but if they get a couple of pieces, suddenly they're very quickly, safely in well, 13th I, ta- place. I, w- I was
3: very confused as to why... Um, uh, went to Newcastle, Jeff Hendrick. Yeah. Uh the Irish guy. I'm very confused <laughs> as to why Jeff Hendrick left. It was on um, a free.
1: They couldn't they couldn't re-sign him.
3: Yeah. But it so he was their only creative spark, essentially. Right. Um and, and he without wasn't all him, that creative. <laughs> right. Without him, it shows. Yeah. yeah? You add into that Chris Wood, you add into that Chris Wood.
1: McNeil's a talented kid, but he's doing it from the outside. Right. There, there's no nothing in the middle. I mean, no, at all. fine. I mean, the new kid Brady's doing all right, but he's still a kid. Correct. You, you, but you add in the injuries to Chris
3: Wood and Ashley Barnes that have been, they haven't been able to play together all season, really. No, this
1: season they finally started playing together. Last season they weren't playing together.
3: No, at the, for weeks, yeah. you had Jay Rodriguez up front, yeah. which he's with 34. Like what yeah. is he gonna do?
1: Uh, there was a few weeks ago that they both scored in a game, and that right. was finally, yeah, right, yes. finally. That's
3: what I'm saying. But they're starting off this beginning of the season; they hadn't been there, and they're still not. I don't think they're still not fully match sharp. No. And once they settle back into that, and you can just hoist <laughs> balls up, you don't need creativity mm-hmm. because the two of them make make their own chances. Yeah, they're they're big, strong, brutish. And they can move people out of the way and and manipulate things as how they want them. Right. Um, Without that, Jay Rodriguez just can't do that shit anymore. Without them, they were in a lot of trouble. (laughs) And now that they're back, I think they'll start to write that. But this cash injection, I think, is going to help. I mean, and you would hope they would pick somebody up. Like, you know who I could see doing very well here? mm. Aaron Moy. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of player. The former Huddersfield Australian guy. I could see him fitting in here very well. He's no stranger to a tackle. But he's just got that little bit of a creative
1: spark. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with that at all. I think that's exactly the kind of player you want to add to the lineup. You know, I mean, tell just, just something as dumb As a quality championship keeper that you can have be the backup to Pope as opposed to a 20-year-old academy player who had to fucking play against Manchester City. Right. How are you doing anything good for your club there by, you know? Absolutely. and, And at that point, it was the old ownership because, let's face it, they rely on match day revenue to pay all their salaries. So now they have to pay for all their salaries with their TV money. Well, guess what? No fucking money to buy anybody.
3: Right, because that TV money is now being diverted from Transfer Kitty
1: to Right. Other and, shit. And while a guy like Tchaikovsky is an asset to sell, but at what cost to your squad? Well, the way so defending's
3: you, going this year in the Premier League, I think that right. they'll be able to command about 80 million for right. him. <laughs>
1: but you're not gonna sell him because you're not gonna get any like even if it's you've got sarcastic. Them, I know, I get you. But like like they just they're, it's it's impossible. So they, I mean, I get why Burnley was in the situation that they were in, but I think honestly, this new ownership group, you make the couple, right? Two, three signings and we can remove their name from the checklist of the, right now there's, we've been saying there's six teams at the bottom. We can very quickly say there's five teams at the bottom. Yeah, I I would tend to agree with that. Like that. I mean, just like that. Um, <laughs> and considering all that, they're still getting fucking results as well. While they've been doing, while it's been these last uh, couple of weeks, yeah, yeah they've been yeah, finding these last ways few to get results. Yep. Um, Palace comfortable with the win. I mean, very comfortable with the win. Uh, by the way, everybody wants to lose their mind over Son's goal last year. You know, the goal of the year. Tell me, Eze isn't any better, and tell me, Eze isn't more effortless. Oh yeah, he
3: oh, just passed the ball right in the back of the
1: net. He glided twenty yards, just glided down the field, and nobody touched him. No, it, and was it was beautiful, and it didn't even look like he was sprinting. It just looked like he was just, you know, like Pepe it was, Le like, Pure, Thierry chasing, it, it was like Thierry on It was like Thierry on used to do. Yeah. It's just a glide. It's like ice skating. It was absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> you remember the Pepe Le Pew, the skunk cartoons, yeah, where he would chase course. the other skunk and he's just ding 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 <laughs> like that's what, As he was just ding 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 ding. He used to
3: do <laughs> the oh. kiss up the arm thing <laughs> yeah. too, yep. like uh, what's his name from Adam <laughs> Sandler? Yeah, oh my <laughs> Sherry,
1: <Shari. laughs> yeah. I love this Nobody your skin. listens to us in France, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you live it, in France, skip this episode. The that goal <laughs> was. Gorgeous. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, from sixty yards out, fantastic. just yeah. glided down the field.
3: And and that's that's what a lot of teams are missing is a player to grab the game by the scruff of the neck. and say, I'm gonna fucking do this on my own. Mm-hmm. You know? And he did. He he took control of that ball and he went a full sixty to sixty-five yards, beating player after player.
1: Six after players? player. Something like that. Yeah. About, yeah. Five, six. For sure. I mean, I wouldn't go so far as and to then call just, it. And pass the ball into the corner. I wouldn't go so far as to call it Maradona-esque because Maradona's was like a bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> My girl
3: was like. No, this was much got, prettier than that. I, I, got I, I got the ball. Fuck you. I'm scoring. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: that's yeah. what Maradona's goal was. Absolutely. it was just sure will. Yeah. And cocaine, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Um, But allegedly, I I I I want to can't talk ill of the dead. Come on, (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) Fuck's sake, man, let it toot. What can we say? (laughs) Like toot. Anywho, the what I want to say about Sheffield right now, Uh, Uh, they should get a new coach uh, until they get a point. They do something of at least interest. I'm done talking about Sheffield United other than just say the scoreline. I'm done fucking talking about them. They they need to shake something up here. Something's
3: not working. It's not going right. Uh, uh, One of the the shows I listened to on XM, one of the pundits was Mm -hmm. saying something fairly poignant. If you set up your system, if your idea is I'm going to win 1-0, that's a very fine fucking line to walk. Yeah. And this season, they're finding themselves on the other side of that line yeah that's not the line you want to walk and no. that's a problem
1: obviously <laughs> uh given their position two points yeah from 17 games I'm telling you I think the worst record of all time is in jeopardy of being broken uh, the it, Dar- the Derby County 11 points and I that's why I said it they could happen they need some sort of shakeup they're not a bad side
3: I don't think. They're, a lot of their players perform maybe a little bit above expectations, right. but I don't think they should be in the position they're in currently. Not necessarily their "quote unquote" league position, but just having two points, and they have played the full allotment of seventeen
1: games. Well, so going into the... Minus minus twenty one goal differential, and it's still not the worst in the league. West Brom is West Brom twenty eight managed by Big Sam. Um, <laughs> so, what? Well, why are you doing that to them? So January, January. Why should Sheffield? No, no. I'm done talking about Sheffield. Fuck him. Jose, jose Bielsa. Plain and simple. Yeah, he did Uh, a bit. I would like to say, as a whore as well, if you went to www.patreon.com backslash DU football show and listened to Injury Time, you would hear one Mr. Big Sam Houston say, Spurs are winning this match 3-0. Too bad you didn't make that your bet. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because I was so sure about Chelsea.
3: (laughs) It's a shame that the only uh, thing that applies here that I could say Mm. Is the same Lewis Black bit that I made last week (laughs) 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 with you pimping the (laughs) Patreon? Is that
1: you're putting on the rouge? Yeah. Because uh, the boys like that. Oh, I do it once and suddenly I'm the whore. You do it 20 <laughs> times. I got you. I when got I you. do it, it's a I, bit. I put an ad on Cra- Craigslist. You stand <laughs> on the corner every night.
2: But I'm the whore. Okay. <laughs>
1: See, but what
3: you fail to realize is every time I make the advert, Mel and I giggle Yeah, we find together it funny. Because you get angry.
1: I know
2: you Which did it. Graham and I, I were like, "The fuck!" But he's what is getting stepping all over bed. my like fucking thing? Like, that's, that's come that's, on, dude. Make
3: that it was cool. exactly
1: the idea. Was to fuck with your brain, blowing exactly <laughs> cool. sailors at five dollars. Now a I'm all in your head, running around in circles. <laughs> I, I Spurs just uh, they they counterattacked at the right times. Well, that, they did exactly what they were supposed to do. The problem is, is Bielsa's system plays exactly into Jose's hands, and
3: with no disrespect to Leeds. Uh, because they are performing much better than I thought they would this season with Mm -hmm. no, with no, honestly, no disrespect to them. Um, pound for pound Spurs are a better team period. And, uh, when you have two, uh, this is fucking hard to say when you have two geniuses of the game, like Jose and Marcelo Bielsa uh, (laughs) isolate that going head to head. Um, and Jose having access to better players, period, uh, it's the system that's going to, to provide those chances, and that system provided the better of those chances
1: to the better team. And that's the end of it. Game completely changes if it's Leeds that scores first and Spurs are on the back foot, then Leeds go Then they won't know what to do, yeah. The Spurs won't know what to do. Win 4-2 because inevitably the class of Spurs are going to score goals, but the onslaught zombie wave of Leeds is not going to stop. Well, right, and Jose does not like to play front foot football. Right.
3: Period. Right. So his whole system's out the window, which means they leave gaps. Yep. Because that's not how
1: they're drilled. <clears throat> and then uh, Daughtry with a uh, with a with a double yellow card a, and, and stoppage time, no less. What good, are you doing? Good thing that expensive signing never fucking plays. <laughs> Pretty like, much, where, the fuck are you doing? Um, Terrible time since he's been there. Foxes get a great win. I mean, that was a really good gutsy win. They were clinical. Well, here's the. I never fully felt that Newcastle were out of this game, but I also wasn't totally convinced that they'd get back into it. That was my, my, my second comment was, Newcastle did show fight. They yeah. fought. They, they, like- Joe Linton worked his socks off yeah. in this game. It's just they lack
3: Newcastle. It, it, it's hard to fault them for the effort sometimes, right. but they do lack the quality on occasion.
1: They, Which is just, funny because they had a great on. offseason signing. Fucking, people. I
3: know. It's weird, but um, um, say Maximon's been hurt for a while now. Say Maximon's been hurt, and that that is
1: definitely the big trouble for them. That that is the straw. The straw. I'm sorry. That's the straw that serves the drink for that. Before that, that the Longstaff boys were hurt, so you didn't
3: have them in the middle of the pitch either. Before Maximon went out, so you never had the balanced midfield that they they presented (laughs) early on in the season. Um, You you've added Callum Wilson's goals. Uh, to the team and that's been wonderful Uh, but if he doesn't have the service we can see he ain't scoring right Right. these last few weeks so it's like I think he yeah, had maybe one two weeks ago or he something needs, like that.
1: he needs lanes right. he
3: needs opportunities absolutely there's and, but there's, but there's nobody, them, there's nobody there's create to create that for him right, right. No, exactly so it's I think this is more of a problem of the wrong injury at the wrong time for Newcastle. I think they'll figure that out and they'll be comfortably safe. I'm not concerned about them getting dragged into a relegation
1: battle. No, I don't think they will Um, either.
3: But, which honestly is what they need so they can fire Steve Bruce, but...
1: That was that was going to be my my point was is I feel like there's competition for places right every you look at every position on their field they have multiple players they can put in not saying that they're all world beaters and that they're all going to get signed by another club but tomorrow, they can do a, a job yeah but but they can all do a job and there's at least one guy behind every single player on that pitch that could at least challenge right like you know Colin Wilson's clearly going to be the out and out striker but Joel, Joel Litton can. You know, challenge them for that role. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the Longstaff brothers, but you also have Hayden and Shelby to, to do a job, right? Absolutely. Get, <clears throat> Yedlin, and then the kid from um, uh, Norwich, uh, Lewis—is it the uh, the the outside back that they signed? Maybe, yeah. But there's th- what what I'm getting at is hell, Darlow and fucking. Um, uh, the other goalie. Why am I forgetting? Debravka? Debravka, Sorry. They're, every single position on that pitch has competition. Right. I don't think Steve Bruce knows what the fuck to do with that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't absolutely. think he's, I don't think that's they, a problem
1: they, he's ever had before. They, I think most of Steve Bruce's problems has been, all right, so I got two guys who can come off the bench. Who's, Who's my third? <laughs> yeah.
3: So the other thing too, is their defense has been absolutely ravaged with injuries this season. Fabian Schar is just finally getting two, three games under his belt right. in a row. Lascelles has been out now for a couple of weeks. Um, all of those different things has led to a lack of continuity at the back and random mistakes that, that almost <laughs> go against the run of play in a lot of cases. And, um, but there's nothing you can do to account for a very angry James Madison
2: who mm-hmm. tried to
3: blow a hole through the side of St.
1: James's Park. It's time to tell you what little we know. It is prediction time. Back to the normal. We all missed the fucking bird hit. Ah. Yeah. Um, yep. Graham, you're now down 769. Good hey. news. Good news. Not 69. You don't have to make a bet this week, so you won't lose, Sam. There we go. Uh, Pat missed on both of his, but we'll check in on him next week, giving him the night off. Um,
2: I forgot to text him. Hey, Pat, we're going to check with you next week. You have the night off.
1: (laughs) Uh, Excellent. And and, uh, stall a little longer because daddy's got to do his math. Pat, we
2: really appreciate you. All right, perfect. We're good. I like the
3: idea of him sitting at home (laughs) waiting for the phone call. And not finding out we don't need him until
2: tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm definitely funny. not texting him now. <laughs> no.
1: Well, our boy was out uh, duck hunting, so we're going to have to ask him about that. He had posted his pictures on Facebook, so I definitely want to chat with him about that.
3: I have a funny story about that. I got to tell you all fair. Okay, very good. Better so, yet,
1: <laughs> tell us an <on> injury time. <laughs> oh, I could do that. Excellent. Um, I'm <laughs> hanging on by a thread just up only $45. But when you use my tried and true system, at least you're up $45.
0: Big Sam's
1: Lock of the Week. In case you weren't aware of it, Sam, 33.3% of the time, it works 100% of the time. Just letting you know that. Now, this was a eh, segment because, you know, we We didn't have anything to do. (laughs) It's a betting segment and we didn't actually bet. (laughs) But, but we do still have a chicken. (laughs)
2: So, Kitty hit with a palace win and sits at 7 and 9. Now, it's been very rainy and cold, but Kitty was in good spirits, although a little sluggish. Upon further investigation, though, it looks like Kitty threw a rager at the coop while we were away for New Year's Eve. How
1: dare you, Kitty? Ugh,
2: oh, there were empty Tito's half gallons, Red Bull cans, and bottles of champagne all over the world. Oh, room. we
1: know who was there.
2: And our newest chicken, Penny, while she was on the perch rocking back and forth, looking aimlessly into the <laughs> distance. I suspect Jamie Effenvardi made an appearance... And I'm not happy about it because I have banned him from the coop, and so I may have to sit out there with a the shotgun this weekend. All right,
1: good. Well, before you tell everybody what they're supposed to do, Sam
2: and I both forgot
1: to feed the cup of losers. <laughs> so
2: you don't even know what you're supposed to do.
1: Mine, very simply. I know this much: it says "fuck Chelsea" and "fuck producer Mel too," and that's from <laughs> uh, earlier while we were doing sound check. I was sorry. inspired. Who is Chelsea? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Who is
2: this bitch that I have competition with?
1: She a rich bitch. What do you got, Sammy? Ah, uh, damn it, Jose. <laughs>
2: That's
1: it. Oh, and a, a frowny face. Oh, a frowny face. Oh, oh even, fuck you even,
3: it.
2: You can't even get it in the cup. The
3: cup's getting a little hefty now. You know, he's starting to get if a little y'all full. Y'all didn't Uh-oh. lose
2: so much you wouldn't have to worry about shoving in the cup. And speaking of losing, this is a great reminder to always gamble legally and responsibly i'm very proud of that
3: did you hear that
2: i was very proud of that wrap up
3: that was that was excellent so good you didn't hear it which is lovely oh, what did uh, you?
2: uh break breaking <laughs> you didn't news when go, it feels oh, like fuck. breaking
1: because <laughs> i didn't have the fantasy shit pulled up yet
2: do i need a pad for you too
1: <laughs> no well, good breaking news when it feels like breaking Uh, Oh, I just noticed uh, they're taking an international break. So no games (laughs) from one Mr. DeGenerate gambling friend, Pat. Nope, it's an FA Cup break. So it's still domestic, not international, but well done to
3: notice. (laughs) Very well done. So I have our results, Big Sam. Me no do so good. You know do
1: so good, my friend uh but we'll get to that Alberto has whooped my ass twice now, I mean whooped me twice,
3: yeah, I took out rob forty one to thirty seven very close game, got a little lucky with some players that didn't play uh and also pretty much everyone in my midfield uh performed uh which was lovely uh Alberto did take care of you forty five to twenty seven mm-hmm. big time Worked. um chris firecock uh. Putting it in, Geckel 30 to 27. Taylor, Jesus Christ, taking out Lindsay,
1: and, <laughs>
3: uh, which is quite funny. You saw his meme, right? Hey, call her by her surname. Her Highness. Yes. You saw uh, Taylor's meme. Yeah, Farajaka, right? No, thinking, oh. no, the meme you put on the DUSC page. Oh, the, kick out with page. the up. Yeah, that said, um, knowing how good Lindsay has been at fantasy football and being worried about playing her but then listening to the show and hearing me predict that she was going to wipe the floor with them and how good I am at making picks. And then it was the kitty with the thumb up. Uh, and turns out he's right because he won 47 to 38. Um, Kenny just edged out Smokey 26 to 23. Smokey on a bit of a slide lately. Yeah, he has been. Uh, Allen losing to JB 43 to 36. Jay Business Uh back on the winner's side. I was going to say, is
1: the business working his way up the table? In
3: a riveting matchup, Elliot beat Russ 24 to 12.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Three players each? Yeah. Terrible. And and Russ told me today he was very excited about the fact that uh, Tiago Alcantara was actually in the lineup. (laughs) (laughs) Yellow guard. It's, It's the little things, Russ. It's the little things. That might
2: be his 12 points. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right. Hope and you then, enjoy golf. <laughs> and then Keith, big winner of the week,
3: 55 to 27 over Ray. Uh, and wow. I will just say, Ray, that is what you fucking deserve, mate. <laughs> uh, so that takes uh, Alan leading the pack. Ray up to, uh, in second, remains in second. Elliot in third. Schmokey in fourth. JB in fifth. Big Sam in sixth. Alberto in seventh. Uh, me in eighth. Uh, Up to eighth, and that's fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. All no, I'm sorry, six, seven, eight, all at nine, oh, and eight. Mm -hmm. Incredibly mediocre. So mediocre. Uh, Taylor up to ninth, Lindsey down to 10th, Rob down to 11th, Keith in 12th, uh, Firecock in 13th, Kenneth up to 14th. Uh, speculative at best, one of the highest point getters this season, down to 15th still, five, oh, and 12, more points than anybody.
1: <laughs> and then more, Ru- more points than um I would say nine of the teams in our league and Russ is the
3: only responsible one out of us socially distancing himself <laughs> in dead last place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very good. Uh, so uh, Sammy, uh, that's going to wrap it up. Any parting words? <sighs> no, because we have a lot more to do this evening. I don't really have anything else to say today. Yep, we're actually going to go ahead and do our FA Cup preview show tonight, which will be uh, released on Thursday. And then for our Patreon listeners, we're actually going to go a little bit deeper into the FA Cup and talk about all the League Two sides, which should be fun, that are uh, there. Give a little history lesson about some of them and all that good stuff. Um, Yep. That's going to wrap it up. Sammy, uh, how do people find injury time?
3: You got to go to www.patreon.com backslash DU football (laughs) show. Sign up to one of the top two tiers and you will get... At least injury time for the $5 tier. The $9 tier, you get all of the extra content. Why is it $9? Because 10 too fucking much. much. Goddamn right. Uh, so there you go. Favorite weekend of the year in the domestic season coming up. Everyone enjoy it. Uh, it's a glorious, glorious thing. Download Patreon and find out
1: why. David plays Goliath and David beats Goliath. In a lot pretty, of cases, yeah. It's pretty fucking great. And the draw this year... Over fifty percent of the games are at David's house, yeah. not not at Goliath's house, which should be a lot of fun. Even with an empty stadium, it should be it should feel like a fucking cemetery.
3: Mm. You're not going to like the rules you I had imagine Heard very good. The
2: snacks are better at Goliath's house.
3: They're also more expensive. Yeah, a brisket true. burger at Arsenal runs 17 pounds fifty
2: I don't know what that means in America. In a in, in get,
1: what? In a marriage?
2: <laughs> you know what? We're, We're not saying in Armenian. What are you we, talking about? <laughs>
1: you know what? We can't do we can't do any better. Till next week, everybody.
0: <laughs> Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland! Friend to be a fan of fucking Everton! What you in the eye? And drink your rye. Sam, you stun! Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great A the fucking guter Graham. Smoke of a lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Look Get the fucking nuke button!